Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. <laughs> Think about this. Mike McCartney just recreated a Gallagher skit. And people are talking about this like it's life-changing, like it's life-altering. Now is Gallagher Why? still alive? Like, could, could he, uh, you know, make an, an appearance at a practice, uh, you know, next week for the Cowboys? Well, that, think about it. Like, he probably could. And, and if you wanted your coach, we want Doug Peterson here, and maybe there are plenty of other people out there around the country listening on Sports Map Radio, watching, of course, PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle that would want their coach to light a fire under their team. But you know, can you imagine this? It's not even bringing people in so much as just recreating a comedic bit. Doug Peters. He's still alive. He is still alive. Yes. How Come old on, is guys, he? Guys, guys, guys. I'm just going to let you know, bro. There wasn't one black guy in there who knew the hell Gallagher was. I ain't going to lie. I'm just telling no, you the I, truth. I'm bro. telling you, I, there wasn't anybody in the building who oh. knew what Gall- <laughs> who Gallagher was. There weren't people. Like, I guarantee you, somebody texted their pops, their mom, somebody texted their uncle, somebody texted their brother, their older brother. Who the hell is Gallagher? And they right, were like, right. I don't know. I was a Gallagher fan. <laughs> Came to Arkansas one night. But I'll tell you what, hey, if, if, if Doug really wants to get those guys going, all they had to do was go get Kevin Hart. Oh, that's right. You know, he get Kevin Hart, you know, yeah. Philly guy. He would have it rocking in there. I bet you they come out playing, man. They'd be good, you know, ready to Go out there and drink hot sauce and, and sniff gunpowder and be ready to kill people. All right, let's bring in our NFL insider, courtesy of Jacob Media, John McMullen at JF McMullen on Twitter. Is there any truth to the rumor, John, that Doug Peterson is showing up tomorrow dressed as Homie the Clown with a sock full of bean bags? <laughs> I heard Gallagher. I assume that's a Mike McCarthy reference. Yes, yes. And we're trying to figure out what comedic bit Doug Peterson will now recreate in order to oh, yeah, fire up sure. his team. I don't know. I'm sure somebody will come up with the analytics. I, I know for the Cowboys it had nothing to do with Justin Jefferson finally making a bad play or Jeff Gladney not being able to cover anybody. It was hitting a bunch of watermelons. <laughs> Well, that and Andy Dalton. Look. Yeah, that, that, that and Andy Dalton. You, you take your victory and you credit it any way you possibly can. Who am I to, to not take Mike McCarthy at face value that it was this? Now, here's the thing. We were looking at this, and maybe it's a pie chart. We're just trying to assign the percentage of how many people in that room actually knew who Gallagher was. Oh, I'm going that is tremendously low i'm going over under five percent not if that if that you know yeah, I, I i and if i, I was forced to bet that five percent i would take the under <laughs> well speaking of betting john how are the eagles only five five and a half point underdogs this uh monday night to the seattle seahawks yeah i can't figure it out i mean the the number in Cleveland was weird as well. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This team gets a lot of respect. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, a Super Bowl 52 win is still lingering everywhere but Philadelphia, where everybody wants everybody fired. 
outside of Philadelphia, everybody thinks the Eagles are still better than they look. It's usually a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. But I, I would say I would fire the head coach, certainly. Um, but they're a bad football team right now. You know, unbeknownst to everybody else, but Carson Wentz is not Carson Wentz right now. And and I, I, they can say what they want to say. I mean, I, I was I was I was brought into it. You know, this last game that he's a bad quarterback. But I thought about it and had epiphany last night. He's not that bad. He's not as bad as he's he's working out to be right now. What can they do right now to motivate him and get him going in the right direction? You know, is it coaching? What what is it? Do you think that's the the, the spearhead? on why he can't play. Well, I, I had my own epiphany this morning, Barrett. You're going to like this one because I've, I've looked at everything and I, I clearly he, he's lacking confidence. Clearly uh, he's holding on to the football too long. If you look at the pick six, for instance, Rager's wide open on that mm-hmm. play for some yep. reason. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pull the trigger. So what's different? And everybody will say, well, Flip's not here and, and Frank Reich's not here. Well, guess what? He played great when they left. His best statistical season was 2018 before he got hurt. He was completing almost 70% of his passes. So that's not it. Uh, uh, you talk about the skill position talent. It was awful in December of last season. Now, granted, the schedule uh, was favorable, but they managed to win those games, and he looked good. <clears throat> so I, I kind of crossed that out. What's the one thing that's different? Since 2017, his second season, he's had a top-10 offensive line, and he no mm-hmm. longer does. And he's falling apart. Which, okay. by the way, is not good. Because there are quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, who you're going to see on yes. Monday night, who are able to do things under those types of circumstances. He's clearly proven that he's not that type of guy. But if you put him behind a top 10 offensive line again, I see no reason why he can't be the guy he was before. How much? Go ahead. Go ahead no, 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 go ahead. I said uh, the, yesterday that he, he looks to me like he suffers from a case of the yips. Like he, he, oh, just can't the pull, he can't pull the trigger, John. There's guys open, like you said, and he just refuses to pull the trigger. He hesitates. And when you hesitate for a half a second and a second extra behind that offensive line, you're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. You're going to get sacked. And uh, you're going to make bad throws. So is it a distrust with the current group that he's got to throw to? Yeah, he definitely doesn't trust uh, the young receivers. Uh, and, and by the way, some of that is rightfully so, because those guys are, are, are not good route runners at this stage. Uh, they're generally not in the position they're supposed to be. And that's what Carson's biggest fan, Dan Orlovsky, will tell you. You can't fool the quarterback. Too often the receivers on this team fool the quarterback. Miles Sanders probably the biggest uh, uh victim of that as far as not being in the right place too far too many times as an outlet receiver. But, I mean, you're right, Harry. You can't go into a play assuming, okay, Rager's not going to be open because he's not going to do what he's supposed to do. If he's open, pull the, pick, pull the trigger. Right. 
Yeah, John, that's and John McMullen, our NFL insider at JF McMullen, joining us courtesy of Jacob Media. That seems to be what's most troubling is they don't feel it this year, maybe more so than we've seen with this particular group. They don't feel like they're adjusting at all to the circumstance. Okay, offensive line is decimated. Carson Wentz is playing much poorly or much worse, part of me, with this banged up line. And the play calling doesn't reflect and adjust. It doesn't seem at times. And especially because the execution gets worse and worse. We talked about it yesterday about how disjointed this team looks right down to special teams. It almost looks like, and I know it's not the case, but it almost looks like these three facets of the game of the team show up on Sunday like nobody's been talking to each other all week. Yeah, I I mean, I think there's, a serious personnel deficiency on this team. I, 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 you know, I say this every week when people talk about play calling. They're judging results. They're not judging decisions. And, and, and Baldy had a great clip, I don't know if you guys saw it, of one of the third down plays again yeah. where Carson didn't mm-hmm. pull the trigger. Yep. Now, is that a bad play call? The, the assumption no. is it's a bad play call because the play didn't work. Well, but the default setting is the play call is more important than execution. That's almost never true. No, let, let me jump in real quick. I don't have a problem with that play call in general, but the issue is the quarterback. We know already before going into that game, we know the quarterback isn't throwing open guys or throwing two open guys. We know that the quarterback has a major problem holding on to the football. I'm moving him around. I'm trying to get him more mobile. I'm trying to make him more active to where he doesn't have to hold on to the football as long. That put him in a bad position. That's why I have a problem with the play call. Not so much that guys weren't open, but stop trying to ask Carson Wentz to do stuff this year he's incapable of doing. Well, then you just got to move on from the quarterback. because If he can't execute that simple a play in that type of situation... You got to quarterback. You got to move on to, from the quarterback. I mean, th- in other words, you cannot mask that kind of inefficiency and ineffectiveness. So you're just going to have a bad season, and, and then you got to make decisions after the season. Uh, is it worth taking a 33 million dollar cap hit to take whatever you can get just to get him out here, out of here? Because you can't say. Okay, my starting quarterback, who we paid all this money, and that doesn't matter, I get that. But still, you thought at one time he was the face of the franchise. You thought he was a star quarterback. You you can't all of a sudden, in, in week 11 of an NFL season, say, oh, this guy can't do anything any quarterback in this league is expected to do. I, I mean, that's unfair to Doug Peterson. Well, okay. To be you Last gotta one, be guys. Able to execute that play. Last one. I'm sorry to jump in again. Why not add? No, you're not. Th- there's no nuance. Right. Why not add some middle ground here? Why does it take two and a half quarters to roll him out of the pocket? I'm not saying don't ever call that play, but there has to be some adjustment and getting this guy in a situation where he's more mobile and not waiting two and a half quarters for that. I think there's middle ground well, between now, what I, we're saying. I will say, that's a fair criticism of the coaching staff because they brought in Rich Scangarello to, to 
clean up their play-action game. And they've been one of the worst play-action teams in football, and they barely ever do it. And you just saw Cleveland, where Kevin Stefanski just learned this under Gary Kubiak or learned it under Mike Shanahan. Those are the play-action kings. And you see Cleveland and what they do and how they're able to roll the quarterback out. Uh, Now, part of it is having that running game. So it's all married. And the fact that the Eagles struggle on the offensive line, that's going to affect things as well. But clearly the addition of Rich Gangrel has not helped this team in play action whatsoever. So that is a fair criticism, whether you want to peg that on Howie Roseman or, or even Jeffrey Lurie for forcing Doug Peterson to fire Mike Groh. Or you blame it on Doug for not hiring the right offensive coaches because they can't run play action to save their lives. And that's, that's what they brought this guy in to do. Awesome, John. Well, I apologize Thanks, for hijacking, but we appreciate it, and we'll <laughs> chat with you on Thursday. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. That is John McMullen, our NFL insider. We'll take a quick break, wrap the hour on Sports Map Radio coming up next. You are listening. You are watching. PhillyVoice.com slash The Middle. It is The Middle.